Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Heart to Heart Real Business Podcast, where we talk about real business, real growth, and what it truly takes to have a business, not only that you love, but also makes a ton of money along the way. This is a place you can come to listen, share, learn, and just be yourself. I'm your host, Michelle Hartsman. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, you guys. Uh, I think I say this at the beginning of every episode that I record, but like, holy heck, today is going to be good. I'm currently sitting in my living room because that's where I record all my podcasts and I'm staring out the window. It is pouring right now. I don't even have the lights out. I'm literally sitting in the dark as I record this, like a little weirdo. (laughs) But for some reason, it feels so good to share this with you as I'm sitting and staring at the rain. But I do want to warn you, if you hear any big booms, it's the thunder because it's definitely thundering and lightning outside right now. But this is real. And this is what you get like when you're recording something live. So we're going to get to it. My message today is like, ooh, I'm so excited to share this because this is, you guys know, this is the Heart Heart podcast. Like I'm here to not sugarcoat things. I'm here to have real conversations with you. And as I'm recording this, yesterday I posted a post on my Instagram feed saying in that post, entrepreneurship is so amazing, but sometimes it is hard and really hurts because here's the thing, while entrepreneurs are the most driven and exceptional types of humans, we are just that, we're human. And we are, we're human. I'm human, you're human. And we go through some tough shit as business owners, especially on our way to six figures, multiple six figures and beyond. Some of my hardest lessons in life have been learned and taught to me from being a business owner. You know, I've cried more in the last four and a half years than I probably have for most of my life. I'm not a super emotional type of person. However, I've cried a lot. (laughs) I've had more breakdowns, more second guessing of myself and my abilities than I have in the last four and a half years than I did for my whole 31 years of being. And so we're going to have that conversation today. The stuff that goes on behind the scenes in business that many of us don't really talk about and ultimately how to navigate it. Because especially in the last two years of my business, as I've really grown, more of these tougher things have come up for me and myself and they've been big lessons. They've been blessings in disguise because I am a firm believer that every hard thing that I go through, every good thing, every everything I go through is for a reason. It's for a lesson of some sort to ultimately make me a better coach, a better leader, and ultimately help my clients get through the tough things as well. But I do want to preface and say this because I don't believe that this journey has to be hard. I don't believe that there have to be challenges included. I don't believe that like you need to go through suffering to be successful. I don't believe bad things need to happen. I don't believe it's like work so hard and kill yourself to the ground until you get somewhere, until the big moment and aha moments and the money happen. I don't believe that. But for me, this has been my journey. This is my truth. I've had a lot of good so much good, so much amazing, so many wins. And that's, that's why I'm still doing this thing because it's so beautiful and so magical and it's my passion and my purpose. But there's been really tough moments, really tough things that have happened in business that for the most part, I've kept really behind the scenes up until now. I mean, that's why this, I'm so passionate about this podcast because I can share these things so openly here, but also on my Instagram, my Facebook and my group's You'll see me sharing more of this stuff because it's real. It's what's on my heart. It's what's on my mind to ultimately share with you. And again, there's good and bad. There's magic, fun, happiness, amazement, joy, magic, money, creation, and growth. There's so much beauty in this work that we do. 
there's also been really tough stuff. And for me, in that caption that I put out, I'm just elaborating it on it here in this episode, like real deal conversation with you guys, like what what has gone on, but also how I navigated it. So in the event that something like this happens for you and your business, you feel equipped to navigate it. Hey there, Heart to Heart family. If you're enjoying the show, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also head on over to hearttoheart.co, spelled just like the podcast, if you're ready to build and have a sustainable, scalable business that mixes the strategy, mindset, and energetic practices necessary to get you there. That's where the magic happens. Okay, now back to the show. In this time, and especially in these last four and a half years, while it's been amazing and beautiful and so much success and so much growth, I've also experienced clients defaulting on payments, meaning clients during programs, sign contracts, go on payment plans because I'm a firm believer in offering payment plans for every single one of my offers. While pay fulls are amazing, I love payment plans. I love them because it helps build recurring revenue inside of my own business, but it also allows me to have women come into my offers that may not be in a position to pay in full. So it everybody wins. I win, the clients win, and it's a beautiful thing. And I do have contracts just because I do want to protect myself and the business, legalities, all that good stuff. But I have had people that haven't had the same heart, have gotten into commitments of programs, and then they've decided to leave. Meaning they just decided to stop paying their invoices. I'd never been in a situation where a client said, I'm unhappy, I want to leave. Full transparency, that's never happened. But what has happened is clients have joined programs, say a 10-week group program or whatever it might be. Usually happens with my lower tier programs. If I'm being honest, this does not happen in my masterminds and this does not happen in my one-to-one coaching. That's Those are women that are just like all the way the fuck in and they're like, I can't even fathom not following through on a commitment. However, in my lower tier programs, We've seen this happen and we've changed things since to really ensure that this doesn't happen, being more selective with who I let into my programs, really vetting people all of the above. It's a different conversation. But when it came to defaulting, what happened for me were, was clients joined programs, they then went missing, and then they stopped paying their invoices. And the most disheartening thing is really that they went missing and they, they didn't show up for themselves because here's the thing, if we want to make more money We have to honor where we're spending our money, honor your commitments, especially if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, if you want to be a successful business owner, six figures, multiple six figures, seven figures, those types of people do not default on their payments. They don't give up on their commitments. They join something, their word, their commitment, whether they signed a contract or not, they follow through. I have been in many, not many, I would say a few coach client relationships, offers and programs that I've joined that like As I got in, I was like, ooh, it's not the best fit for me. It happens. It happens. Um, Especially early on in my business, I joined some things very much so from the, my friends were doing this and I wanted to be a part of it. That happened for me early on in my business. And it wasn't the best decision for me and my business. Not anything against the coach or anything against their program. You just know yourself best. Anyway, I followed through with those commitments, whether I attended or not, I followed through with those invoices. To this day, I would never not pay somebody that I was in a contract and a verbal commitment with because that's the type of business owner I am. I don't want that to happen in my business, therefore I don't do it. However, it does happen and it's happened to me. We had two instances back in 2020 that this happened. It really fucking sucks. Excuse my language, it really fucking sucks and it hurts because it makes you question 
what did I do? I just wanted to help them. Like they joined my programs and I just want to change their life. But this stuff happens and we need to realize that not everyone has the same heart and not everyone's going to run their business the same way that we run our businesses and not everyone's going to be that leader that we are. And that's okay in those instances. From a personal standpoint, what did I do? I let them go. I didn't send them to collections. I didn't like chase them down. My team had followed up with them a couple times. They didn't answer. They didn't pay the invoices. For me in that moment, it just didn't feel good energy behind it. And so I blessed and I released them. They are clearly not welcome in my programs in the future. I don't follow them on the social medias. Um, Moving forward, having had two instances happen, we now have better contracts. We now are completely bulletproof. I also am very selective with who comes into my programs, making sure everyone is the most perfect, perfect fit um, and bulletproofing payment plans, credit cards on file, all of the above. And I highly suggest that you do the same. If you don't have a contract in place, I'm not saying you have to have a contract, but if you want to protect yourself and you've got people on payment plans, just take the proactive action to protect yourself and then just be really clear about the type of woman that you work with, the type of person that you're open to receiving into your offers, how they operate. Like my my clients now, after those two things happen, I, that's, this has not happened. I cannot even fathom this happening again after this happened because of the way in which I shared this publicly, but also the standard that I now hold for the women that come into every single one of my offers. And that's something I want to pour into you is really setting a standard and expectation for the people that you do allow into your world and into your programs, Okay. Next thing that's happened and still happens, people will message and they will say, yeah, Michelle, I'm all in. Oh my gosh, this sounds like the best program ever. I'm so in, I'm so in, I'm so in. Send me the invoice, I'm gonna pay it. And then they change their mind. They either say I changed my mind, which is so fine and I respect people's decisions, or they leave you on red. And that really sucks. And the reason that sucks is because we get our hopes up and we're like, oh my gosh, I get to change this person's life. And then they opt out. And here's the thing, that's fine. I need you to know that that's fine, but these things happen. And I just want to normalize that they happen to me too, that they happen to me too. And that's why I also now set a standard that like when women reach out to me, like I expect them to know that they want to work with me. I don't expect the people that are reaching out to me to be price shopping. Like my dream clients are not price shoppers. My dream clients are like, I know in my gut and in my soul and in my being, I want to work with you. And like, this is the next level that I desire. I know that you can help me get there. Everything that you say, everything that you put out, I'm in the alignment with, I trust you, so on and so forth. I trust and know that the women that reach out to me are ready to go to that next level and they will commit to themselves. They will say yes to themselves. And I'm not here to chase anyone. If people leave me on red, I get asked all the time, Michelle, do you follow up with people? And while I used to, I used to follow up with people. I don't anymore. And the reason for that is not that I don't care. My dream clients know what to do. They know to follow back up and say, hey, sorry, we're missing for a day. Can you send me the invoice? Like they they know how to join a program at this point. They They know to say, hey, I know I didn't take care of the invoice. These are the fears that are coming up for me. Can we just talk about this? Can we hop on a call? Whatever it might be. My dream clients know to have a conversation. They know not to just leave somebody on red. Like that's just something that I want to just pour into you is really cleaning up your side of the street. If you don't want people leaving you on red, don't do it to other people. 
That's something that like even myself, not every person I reach out to, I hire. Like you might be talking to someone myself and realize, oh, what Michelle has going on right now is just not the best fit for me. And that's fine. But didn't just say that because that is such an empowered move as an entrepreneur and as a leader is to be vocal about what's right for you and what's not. Not everything that you inquire about is going to be the best fit for you. And that is totally okay. It's so okay to say no, but leaving people hanging that's not the best feeling for you to like leave people hanging, but also the person that you're doing it to. And that's the thing. Think about the way in which you want people to treat you and run your business that way. Next thing is clients leaving and hiring friends of mine or and or my mentors. And I know that this has probably happened for some of you that are listening and you're like, oh, Michelle, yes. I was recently recorded um, on one of my dear friends podcasts and she had asked me one of the biggest lessons I learned and this was something I shared. And she was like, I feel like you were speaking to my soul because she had gone through this too. And that's why it's really important for me to share this stuff with you because I need you to know that you're not alone. In these moments, these things that happen, like people leaving our world, that's so normal. Like I do not expect my clients to stay with me for their entire lives. That's just not how it goes. Also, I want them to grow and spread their wings and go out there and get different perspectives. I myself, I stay with my mentors for longer periods of time, anywhere from six months to a year. My most present mentor right now, I've been with her for a year and a half. And I do believe that longer term commitments for me personally is why I've gotten to where I am. I'm not I'm not somebody that coach hops. However, yes, after I've been with somebody for quite some time and I'm like craving a different perspective or I'm really attracted to what someone is doing in their business and I'm shifting into a different season of my own life and myself, yeah, I will go seek different types of mentorship and there's nothing wrong with that. I myself do that too. However, what hurts is when clients do leave. And the reason I'm talking about that is because we care. We care so much. And it's okay to be sad when one of your favorite clients leaves your world. Like I've been there. And I, while I wish them the best, if you're a previous client of mine listening, know that I love you so dearly and I only ever want the best for you. But as mentors, sometimes it hurts <laughs> because we care. Because we're human. As I said in, earlier in today's episode, we are so human. And sometimes it hits a little close to home when they then leave our world and they go hire friends and or our mentors. Again, there's nothing wrong with this. And I want everyone to win. I want my friends to win. I want my mentors to win. I want them to make more money. But I, and I ultimately, I want people that are leaving my world to get the best support that they desire. But it is important for me to just normalize that you're allowed to feel sad about it or you're allowed to like be in your moment of feeling a little bit shitty about it because it's normal that you care and it's normal to have human emotions behind these things again, have your little pity party, take a moment, take a day, and then also realize that it doesn't mean anything about you when somebody leaves. Like when somebody goes on into something else, like really ask yourself that question that I've proposed now in a couple episodes here is what am I making this mean about me? And it doesn't mean anything and deal with your shit, have a conversation with your mentor, like open up the conversation and work through the stuff that's coming up. Because the sooner that you do that, the sooner you're able to move through it and be better on the other side. And I'm a firm believer that this stuff happening to me, because it's all happened. Everything I'm sharing up until this point on this episode has happened to me. And while I don't necessarily want to go through any of these things again, I now know how to handle them and I will get through them so much quicker having gone through them and allowing myself to actually feel and process them. Another thing that really sucks is when clients join our programs and they don't show up at all. I'm not here to take people's money. Yes, my offers require some form of investment depending on the offer. They will differentiate in the amount of money that is exchanged from the client to the coach. However... 
when people invest in things, I expect them to show up for themselves in their business. I physically cannot want it more than my clients do. And the same goes for you and your clients. No matter what service you're in, no matter what you do, we can't want it more for them, but it is heartbreaking when they join things, they pay us, and then they don't show up. And you follow up, you email, you reach out to them on the socials, and they, they don't reply, and they don't show up for themselves, and it's, it's really heartbreaking because we care. And like that's a real thing that's happened to me. Again, it happens less and few far between now because I really do attract women that are like all the way in, and there's like no backup plan. They're going to figure out how to make this work. Like They're ready for their next level, income, recurring revenue, sustainability, consistency. Those are the women that I work with. There was like no chance that they're not going to show up in their business, but this has happened and it sucks. It sucks when it does because we care. And then lastly, failed launches and plenty of no's. Girl, my goodness. I have had my fair share of failed launches and I think that we put so much pressure on our launches to perform. This is why I'm so passionate about the art of scaling a business. That's why I talk about this all the time. That's why I'm obsessed with my fierce mastermind and my one-to-one clients because this is the deep work that we do to really master the art of scaling a business and create that consistency, longevity, long-term money inside of a business. But here's the thing. With launches, we put so much pressure on them to perform because most of the time that's where most of our money is coming from. And so while I have had many launches that did not perform the way in which I hoped that they would, and even now sometimes they like, I'll sell five spots in the pre-sale and then like during the public launch, things feel slower than they do. And they usually always sell out to my standards. Selling out means something different to every single person. Let's normalize that. When someone says sold out, maybe that was two people for them. When someone says sold out, maybe that was 50 people for them. That's like subjective. That's whatever sold out means to you is whatever sold out means to you. Anyway, most of, if not all my programs now fill to like the capacity that I desire. However, I've had many failed launches. I've had many launches that felt harder than others. Many while I'm in the launch questioning, what the fuck is going on? Why are people buying? Aren't they showing up? Oh my gosh, why does this feel harder? My last couple launches, I was able to sell behind the scenes. Now this is public and people aren't buying. This is the reality of business. Like it ebbs and flows and I just need to normalize that. Like this happens to me too. Happens to my clients too. And like as we grow, obviously launching and selling and all of the above becomes easier and our brands grow more brand awareness, but this is real. This is real. And I just need you to know if you're going through this or you maybe had a launch that failed, launch it again. Like, doesn't mean that your program wasn't good enough. Doesn't mean that people didn't want it. Maybe we needed more brand awareness. Maybe we needed to warm up our audience more. There's so many things that we can look at from launches that don't perform well. And that's data. That's the way in which I look at all of my launches, ones that like were so easy sold behind the scenes and then ones that felt a little tougher ones I had to show up for more like what could I have done differently to make this easier easier and what's the data behind it and the next thing is no's plenty of no's like meaning I've gotten so many no's like literally as I'm recording this I think I got three or four no's last week that doesn't mean I'm going to stop showing up like while I got no's I also got yeses like the same goes for you guys and I'm just here to normalize like no's happen and while yes they suck would I love to get all yeses yeah I'd probably have to increase my rates if I did but like everyone gets no's, okay? I just like need you to know that when you go on social media and you see even myself sharing, celebrating the women that are joining my programs, their next level, their results, all the above, we all get no's. We all get no's, myself included, but it's okay. And it's what you take with those no's and making sure that you keep moving forward 
in those moments when you do get no's or you're disappointment, disappointed or whatever it might be. And then with all of this, like, because we've got to normalize the feelings. These are all like the circumstances that have happened. But I also want to normalize the feelings that have come up and they still come up for me. Again, as I allow myself to actually feel, it's few and far between and I get to move through them much quicker. Having one mentorship, having support is like, I will personally will never not have support from a coach mentor because it just allows me to move through my shit that much quicker. But in these moments, in real entrepreneurship and being a human, I have experienced paralyzing fear, doubt, worry, anxiety. There was like maybe just two months back every day. I'm not really an anxious person, but every morning I was like waking up with like this pit of anxiety in my chest. And I kept saying to Khan, who's my fiance, if you don't know, like, babe, I just like am feeling all my feels like in my chest. It like feels hard to breathe sometimes. And I like had to work through my shit. I had so much going on in my mind. I was obsessing. I was overthinking, overanalyzing, comparing. Ooh, girl, you know, you know what I'm talking about. We've all been there. And like, that still happens. It doesn't matter where you're at. This stuff still happens. And like, no one's really immune to it. But again, it's how we deal with it, the support we allow ourselves to have and the work that we do to be able to get through it. Judgment, judgment of ourselves, judgment of others, questioning my own abilities, feelings of not enoughness, comparing to others, and even comparing to myself to people that I love and admire so much. I even got in the habit a couple months back when I was feeling that anxiety that I was just expressing to you. I was comparing myself so much to like the version of myself last year during this time and like, ugh, gross. Like, what the fuck? Excuse my language. I don't really curse that much, but like this episode is, is, having me in my fields, (laughs) but like comparing to people I love so much and then comparing to myself, like that happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. And we're here again to normalize that this stuff comes up in entrepreneurship. It does. We're human. Allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to have the pity party, allow yourself to have the day or the week, but also keep going. That's the biggest thing. Sometimes it feels like your world is crashing down and like you got sucker punched in the gut you know what I'm talking about. And it's like, why is it working for everybody else? Why is it easier for them? Why, 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 why? And it's because we're sitting in that mentality of like, why me? Woe is me? Pity party. But it's also doing the work, the inner work, whether that's having a mindset coach, a therapist, a business coach, whatever it is that's going to help you do this inner work to really recognize that like, our businesses and who we are as individuals is so much deeper than just creating the program, launching and selling. Like it's so much deeper than all of that. And that's where, like I've mentioned to you guys, like the energy behind everything that we do is so necessary. Like it is so important to recognize what we're feeling, allow ourselves to feel, and then allow ourselves to move forward. But I also want to let you know that in these moments of fear, doubt, worry, anxiety, judgment, questioning our own abilities, feeling some not enoughness, comparing, that doesn't mean that we stop. Here's the thing that I know to be true. Even on my worst days, even when shitty things have happened, all the scenarios I mentioned above, I still get to move forward. I still get to make money. Like that's just the truth. But I think that we have this belief that if we don't feel our best, if we're not on our A game, if we're not not questioning ourselves or whatever, that like we can't grow. And I just don't believe that that is true. Like I just need you to know that even in these toughest, toughest moments, I'm still moving forward. I still get to make money. I still get to launch the thing. I still get to sell the thing and be in integrity and show up for my business because that's what I'm here to do. And that's what I want to pour into you is you get to be a human And you also still get to make money and you still get to show up and you still get to like freaking rock it because that's who we are. 
That is who we are. We are women that can handle it all. And when we acknowledge and like have these tough conversations that we're having today, we become women that can handle it all. In order to be a woman that has it all, one of my dearest friends said this, in order to be a woman that has it all, we have to become a woman that can handle it all. And it's learning how to navigate all these things and still move forward because you can. You can, you're capable of it, myself included. And this is the deep work that we do inside of, especially my fierce mastermind and my one-to-one coaching. If you're looking to get inside of either one of those, just message me on Instagram or you can go to hearttoheart.co and that's gonna give you all the details of the wait list for the Fierce Mastermind, if it's open, when it's coming back. Um, And then also you can chat with me about one-to-one coaching on Instagram or Facebook. But this conversation that we are having today is just so important and I'm never gonna sugarcoat it and tell you that my journey to multiple six figures was like, me riding a unicorn into the sun (laughs) with like a vanilla ice cream cone. I don't know why that was the visual that just came up for me, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Like there are days and moments that feel like that, like like I'm riding my unicorn around town. But there are also a lot of days where it just feels like I'm sitting in the dark and it's raining outside. And sometimes I can't come above water, but that doesn't mean that I'm a woman or business owner that can't have what she desires in that moment because it's just not true. Like you get to be so human, you get to be in your shit and you get to move forward too. And I just, I need you to know that realness. I'm here to normalize it. I'm here to normalize that this takes work, the inner work, the deep conversations that we have to be having, asking for help. And as euphoric as like the high income months are, they feel amazing, but they're not always super glamorous. And I just need you to know that. And as you guys know, my mission is to bring the realness to this journey with all of you and to open up these conversations with you as you're listening. If things are coming up for you and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful that you said this, Michelle, or like, I'm like sitting in my shit right now, like message me on Instagram. I want to talk to you. I'm here to like support you. I want to talk to you. Join my free Facebook community. Like allow me to support you. And last but not least, I want to thank all of you who are keep leaving reviews and subscribing to this podcast. Like you guys, I will not stop saying this. It means the absolute, absolute, absolute world to me. And like every single message, subscription, comment does not go unnoticed. And so here's the deal. We're still doing this giveaway because it's so much fun and I'm loving buying you guys coffee. When you leave a five-star review and share from your heart, and you screenshot it, and you send it to me on the socials, Instagram or Facebook, I will then buy your next Starbucks. I will send you a little gift card thing to go buy your next coffee. I love you guys so much. Again, it means the world to me that you guys are sharing your reviews. You're showing up. You keep coming back. I'm loving supporting you and just having these real deal, honest conversations. I will see you guys in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, remember to hit subscribe to stay updated and head on over to my Instagram at Michelle Hartsman for all things business, fun, money, growth, and expansion. And I'll see you next time.